Hello everyone, this is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theatre, and I'd like to welcome you to this special episode of the Half Hour Audio Hour. Today we have an interview with Lydia Lewis and Addison Lewis, the cast of our upcoming episode, Let Me Tell You About Charlotte. Lydia and Addison talk about the process, the challenges of doing an audio drama, and what it's like for an actual husband and wife to play a cantankerous married couple. We hope you enjoy. So the first question that I have for you is, how long have you been acting? And, and, and kind of how did you, I'm always interested in, in actor origin stories. How did you get into it? And uh, Addison, I'll start with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I've been acting for about 15 years now. Um, I started back in kind of early high school age. Um, my family, we always enjoyed going to see like musicals and plays when I was growing up. That was something we were kind of into theater and the arts. Um, my dad was a huge fan of like classic music growing up. And so there was a little bit of that, that vibe around. Um, and then he or my parents encouraged us to audition for a musical in high school. Um, and so I started as a chorus member, kind of background character there. Um, and that kind of started my interest in acting. And I continued to be in some musicals and plays. Um, and it kind of grew into something that I wanted to do more with in my life. Um, I remember I would spend a lot of time with my siblings running around outside, imagining we were knights and dragons or whatever, pirates and uh, ninjas. So there was always a, a, an element of storytelling and imagination and playing new characters. And I think that that continues to this day of being able to use my imagination to play someone else other than myself. Awesome. And, and live. Um, so my story is fairly typical. Um, I started acting, I think my first play, I was six years old. Um, so I've definitely been doing it for some time now. Um, I really just found a niche with it right away. Um, I remember my first play, we did a a uh, rendition of uh, the Scrooge story. And I was like this fifties angel in this little poodle skirt. And <laughs> I don't know how I got a main part because all the other main characters were middle school or older at that point. So I was just this tiny kid in a poodle skirt acting my heart out. <laughs> and um, it kind of just kept going with that. Um, with every new transition of school, you know, from middle school to high school, high school to college, I kind of had this idea of like, okay, that was a hobby. I'm going to let it go. Mm. And I just couldn't. So <laughs> here we are still going. Excellent. Um, so, so what drew you to this project? And we'll start with Liv. Um, well, I'm very close with the director, Holly Lynn. Uh, we went to school together and we have been really encouraging each other over the pandemic to continue being creative, which is as most artists know, really difficult. Mm -hmm. So when she had mentioned that she might have a new project coming up, I didn't want to jump the gun, but I said, you know, please put me on your audition slots. 
this seems really interesting. She gave me a preview of the script and I was like, yes, 100% yes, if you'll have me, which thankfully she did. Um, But yeah, I feel like theater has really transitioned into this voice recording uh, platform because of the pandemic, which I think is really Mm -hmm. interesting. So I was like, new challenge, plus working with Holly, plus being a part of this amazing theater production company, I'm in. Awesome. And Addison. Yeah. Well, um, so I met Liv and Holly uh, down at school. So that's how I got to know um, uh, the woman who would become my wife and uh, a very good friend. We've been keeping in touch a little bit with Holly and uh, Liv found out about this show and showed me the script to read as well. And I was very interested. Um, Liv and I have been in a number of shows together, but we haven't really been able to play characters that interact with each other much on stage. Um, There's been a couple shows where we were literally never in the same scene together. Um, (laughs) And then a couple where we'd be on stage at the same time, but we'd be interested in different uh, characters, so there isn't much crossover. Mm-hmm. So um, it's very fun to get a chance to actually play uh, alongside and against her or with her. Um, and uh, it was it was fun to get a chance to play a couple, you know, being a couple. So <laughs> we have a bad track record for being in shows where I play the ingenue who has mm-hmm. to make out with. Uh, some other person and he uh, is in a bad love triangle where he is um, also interested in the person that I'm making out with. (laughs) So it's nice to be able to act right up against him. (laughs) That's, 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 we just removed the other point of that triangle for this show. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And well, and this line, and and this segues very nicely into the next question, which which is, you know, what was it like since you are married? What was it like portraying a squabbling married couple? Well, it's actually been a lot of fun. Um, I uh, we do have a more healthy relationship than Rebecca and Mark have in the show. At least I hope so. Um, <laughs> Very glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. But we um, we both really like uh, teasing each other, joking around. We are quite sarcastic in real life. Um, so it wasn't out of the realm uh, of kind of like our language to kind of just ramp that up for this show um, and get to put some like different weight and emotions behind that. But we already have sort of a kind of back and forth bickering that um, is is all in play and fun in real life, but kind of transitioned well for us being able to play these characters. Yeah, definitely. I uh, one of the first things I do when I approach a character is discover what is similar about us and then also what's very different. And this script was a lot of fun because. I do feel like as much as we don't argue and we do have a healthy relationship, there is a lot of similarities between (laughs) (laughs) there is a lot of similarities between um, Addison and Mark and myself and Rebecca, because um, 
I tend to be a lot more sarcastic, uh, a lot more willing to speak my mind and a little down and dirty, <laughs> whereas Addison is definitely uh, the more mature and elevated one of the two of us. So it was really fun to kind of like push that dynamic of our relationship uh, to the fullest and kind of see where it could go. Awesome. And, and I think now, we've learned a couple things. Uh, didn't even need to do couples counseling. We've seen some pitfalls already, so we know to right. avoid those for the future. <laughs> and and you now have, uh, Addison, you now have a track. It's recorded. You are the mature one. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> there you um, go. Can you make sure I get a copy of that? <laughs> I was going to say, you can download it directly after I'm done. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. So you, will, you will never be able to... Uh, to live that down. Um, the next question, uh, what what challenges did you have performing an audio drama versus, say, um, doing some doing a show on stage? What were some of the challenges uh, starting with live? I mean, tech has got to be the number one thing, you know, um, on a stage reading, if your mic goes out, you just get to talk louder. <laughs> um, whereas obviously on an audio drama, that's not going to work unless you want to annoy your neighbors. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, getting the tech right, having to switch out mics a couple of times, um, that was certainly the biggest challenge. Um, the other challenge that I really faced is, you know, I'm a very physical person, so I like feeling the energy of somebody else. And it's different translating that to just feeling the energy of a voice mm. rather than a, a yeah. presence, a body. Um, I, I think we kind of worked through that, but I could definitely tell our first night of rehearsal that I was constantly trying to figure out what vibe we were going for because I was so used to having that presence. And I mm -hmm. kind of had to switch that over into being like, what's his tone of voice tell me? And like, oh, he's paused there. What does that mean? Right. And Addison. Yeah. I mean, I would totally agree. I think, um, I think that one of the big things was, uh, not being not seeing and not being physically with uh your other actor because you you energy bounces off of each other um you play so much off of uh body language facial um cues and um uh intonation and energy stuff that you don't pick up just from the voice and even with the voice we're going through mics and headsets so you're you're still getting a slightly reduced version of a voice mm -hmm. um we are both in the same house, but in separate rooms. So there's uh so we're still close, but not, not close enough to get all of that. So that was something I agree we had to kind of work through and, and figure out. Um, it did allow for creating a little bit of distance from myself and our relationship too, though, and just being able to kind of focus on these characters because we weren't like right next to each other. So that was kind of helpful. Um, I think that also even in like a personal acting uh, standpoint that um, for me, finding the physicality of a character um, helps me bring them to life and being tied to a chair, um, not literally, uh, but being, <laughs> being tied to a chair and a mic and a computer right. can make it difficult to keep the character's energy up. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had to kind of like find ways to move my body and my hands and, uh, doing some like stretches and like compressions to like keep the energy up and, and really focus on the character even more so than like when I am on stage. Um, 
And then an, another challenge was just portraying a character solely through the voice. I mean, the physicality also plays a lot into, you know, movements, uh, gestures, facial cues that I talked about earlier. And that I would use all of that to bring a character to life on stage um, and, or film. And uh, so we had to kind of I had to think about how do I translate this through my voice Um not using like sound effects or anything, but how can I kind of get across some of that stuff and kind of infuse my voice with that. So it all kind of comes through. No, I, and I'm glad that you actually mentioned that you were both in the same house because I was going to, I was actually going to ask about, uh, about that since you brought up the, the, the being together, it's like, how close were you able to hear each other or, or stuff like that? And, and I'm glad that you mentioned that. So, so yeah, I, I actually have been able to hear, uh, live, um, through the house as well as the headset. And I'm sure she's hearing me about the same cause I'm very loud. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we've, I mean, we've also been planning on converting one of our closets to a quiet sort of like soundproof room to do recordings like this in the future. So we're, we're hoping that this experience kind of helps uh, gear us up even more t- for that. Cool. Cool. And now this is the most important question of the entire of course interview which is of course uh team emily or team charlotte oh i'm gonna keep my answer short and sweet i'm gonna say team emily and the reason for that is uh, a quote of hers from weathering heights whatever our souls are made of his and mine are the same and uh lydia or Liv is um her soul and mine are the same and so i just feel like i connect with that so team emily and okay, I didn't like that sappy answer. <laughs> yeah, you didn't well, like best, that. Yeah, I best, thought you won it. the The best part of the best part about this is now you kind of have to be Team Emily now, Liv. <laughs> uh, he's got he's got to box you into a corner. Um, wow. <laughs> Liv's gonna be like, Nah, Team Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say Team Charlotte. So wow, wow way to rough. paint me like a jerk. Uh, <laughs> That that sounds rough for you. Wow, wow. In case it, the, the nice thing is that this this final moment just proved the two of you were married. Um. <laughs> right, right. Um, I I'm gonna say Team Charlotte solely because her poetry is, I mean, unequivocally some of the best that I've read. And I'm a little biased because I was in a production of Jane Eyre. So oh. I do feel like I uh, connect to that a little bit more. I, I think I can be okay with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, we may need to go through the play a few more times. Sounds like we need more therapy. We're in the energy space for it right now. You're very, very welcome. And uh, thank you for having us. Um, We're super excited about being a part of this experiment, too. We're excited to hear it and uh, to keep tabs on the theater company, see what you guys have coming up next. Yeah, definitely. This has been such a joy. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this special episode of the Half Hour Audio Hour. 
and we hope you tune in to Let Me Tell You About Charlotte by Lydia Joga, directed by Holly Lynn and starring Lydia and Addison this Sunday, December 12th. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. You can even leave a review. And if you like what you heard, go to redcircle.com slash shows slash half dash hour dash audio dash hour, where you can support the podcast through a one-time or recurring donation and help EFCT continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus artists. Also, don't forget about all our other serialized audio dramas, Throwing Shade, Bloody Bay, Deep Shadows, Clusterfuck, and Monocyte. Thanks for listening.